The views, ideas, and content of well seekers and their guests are their own opinions, and you should always seek additional professional help around any of the issues discussed here on Well Seekers. Hello, and welcome to Well Seekers, where we are seeking and finding solutions, stories, and motivation to happy and well. You are going to find real life, real simple things that you can do to live mind body, spirit, and life, happy, hopeful, and well. I'm Lucia, and I'm really excited about today's show. I'm excited about all our shows, but what we've decided to do here at Well Seekers is break our seasons and break our shows into chunks. And the next six weeks, last week it started, so the next five weeks, is dedicated to workplace wellness. So thriving in your mind and thriving in your body and thriving in your life around work and really how we can make work holistically well. If you listened to the show last week, we had a guest on talking about mental resiliency and ways that you can live life more well um, in mind and body at work. She talked about something called Mind Palace, which again, if you did not listen to last week's show, just click the link. It's under podcast. You do not want to miss it. This week, we have a very special guest on. He's one of our Well Seekers featured contributors. His name is Swami Veridin. Swami and I have been friends for forever. He did a show with us way, way back um, about simple ways to meditate and people really loved it. So I thought we would bring Swami back to talk about workplace and meditation at work. When I was preparing for the show, there were there were a few things that came to mind. The first was that, listen, if you're one of the 85% of Americans that are stressed out at work, meditation is going to help you. I thought that this was sort of a novel idea, but I was reading um, an article that actually came out just a few months ago, and it talked about how the number one place where people meditate is actually at work, which makes sense, right? When we're home and we have families or pets, or even if you're alone, I actually live alone, and I'm in and out of my house, I'm at the gym or volunteering or at church or going to a meeting or going to work, it just stopping for a second can be a lot. So that is what Swami's going to help us do. He's going to come on and talk to us about simple and easy ways we can meditate at work, right? So regardless of if you have an office or if you have a cubicle, we are going to hook you up and connect you to some ways to live stress-free at work. So when we talk about meditation and the power of meditation, there's new studies out all the time. The one thing that we do know is that we all could benefit from meditation. In the office, is really an ideal place to meditate because of a lot of the reasons that we just talked about. You're alone. You have some space typically to do it, whether you are in a cubicle or you are in an office. It's your own space. And also because work is incredibly stressful and sometimes it can be an unhappy place. So taking 10 to 15 minutes each day to find that space and to find that place to meditate is not only great for your work and will make you happier at work, it'll just make you happier overall in your life. Swami will probably talk about some actual meditations for you to do, but I just wanted to give you guys some tips on how you can sort of squeeze this into your day. So the first thing is schedule some time. If you're like me, you probably have a list of things that you need to accomplish each day, whether you work in a cubicle or you're a stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home dad, um, you still have a list each day that you're trying to accomplish. So on that list, 
I know this is tough. I know this is so tough, but write in 10 to 15 minutes of meditation. So I used to have this idea that I had to do it at the start of my day, which I do love to do ideally, but sometimes I'm in a 6 a.m. gym class and it's barely, I barely make the 6 a.m. gym class, let's just say that. So um, scheduling meditation 10 to 15 minutes is something that's imperative for me to do later on in my day. So what I have started to do now is when I get to work and I'm making my list or um, whether I'm working at home or I'm working in an office, I make my list of what I need to do and I just scratch in, you know, 15 minutes for meditation. Now, if I'm being honest, five of that's probably dedicated to meditation, but at least I've taken a 15 minute window and carved that out. So add it to your to-do list when you're at work. Another thing is now you need to learn how to meditate. And that's what Swami's going to come on and talk to us about some simple, easy meditation movements. And um, sometimes people do movements, but sometimes people just purely do breathing techniques. There's lots of different ones. And since he is the expert in that, I am going to uh, talk to Swami about that. And he'll have lots of great ideas for us. So I want to talk a second about why meditation is so important. And before we go over the key things, I just need to talk about it in my own life. So I'm definitely somebody who goes 100 million miles an hour. And in that, I can get really frazzled and really scattered and sometimes really overwhelmed and lost. And to me, meditation is a time to just let all of that go for a second and say, okay, Let's just take some breaths. Let's just focus on the now. Let's just focus on my body. And because of that, I have definitely had had things shift in my life. And I can honestly say that when I'm meditating, my life is drastically different from when I'm not meditating. When I'm meditating, I feel like I make decisions more clearly. I am sort of in tune with my gut. We're really all about the gut. And I think we've talked about this in season one, but if you're a new listener to the podcast, you actually have more neurons in your gut than anywhere else in your body. And if you don't know what that means, it means that your neurons are what connect to your brain and send messages to your brain to have a specific thought or to do a specific action. And they do a variety of other things, but you have more neurons in your gut than anywhere else. So tuning in and quieting your mind and quieting your gut and getting in touch with those aspects can really enhance the direction, the choices that you make. I don't know about you, but sometimes they have a hard time picking coffee or tea. It's like, what do I want? So just taking a second to tune into your body. I used to be a stress eater. I I probably, you know, once every other week, I feel like I'm a stress eater still a little bit, but it's something that is manageable. And a large part of that uh, manageability is because of meditation. So tuning into my stomach and what do I really want? Do I need a break here? Do I need to meditate for five minutes or do I need that donut? Um, chances are that if you're someone like me who stressed, was a stress eater, meditation can really benefit you as well. So that's just in my own life. I've become a happier person. I've become a calmer person. I become more clear on my choices. I connect to, I call it God. I connect to God during my meditation. And I just am more centered and rooted. Now, I have to say that honestly, there's been periods of time where I haven't meditated and all of that has gone out the window. And the Lucia who's meditating is definitely better than the Lucia who's not meditating. But aside from my own personal experiences, there's been a lot of research done and there's 
even more research being done now because so many um, effects have been found in the positive realm about meditation. So a recent study on meditation and specifically with work found that workplace stress affects almost every employee. Like I said, 85% from a Gallup poll said that they felt stressed out at work. Meditation provides stress relief. Chronic stress causes so many illnesses where we could do a whole show on it and we will we'll probably do you know six weeks on chronic stress chronic stress is linked to so many uh, mental and physical disorders and meditation is one of the best medicines for chronic stress um, so stress relief at work which means of course less burnout you're more happy at your job um, you're more content at your job if you feel less stress Social interactions can actually improve. So your work relationships, that's obviously important for employee health and wellness and practicing meditation together as a group is a great way to promote social interaction and this sense of unity and employee well-being. I um, started somewhere and I actually was was thinking when I started there, hey, everyone's kind of disjointed. Maybe I should suggest a meditation group or something where people can come and meditate um, and experience some of the benefits of it. Now, I have um, autoimmune disease. So I have four autoimmune diseases, which again, we'll, we'll probably do a whole section on chronic illness, including autoimmune. But your immune system is actually boosted. Uh, there is an article in Mind Body Green that says meditation actually increases the electrical activity in the left side of your brain, which that is true. And that is what helps the immune system act more efficiently and produce more defensive cells. So if you want to boost that, meditation is the key to that. Like I talked about before in my own life, I've seen my decision making become stronger. So meditation can help you uh, boost your decision making when you're at work. I know that we all have to make decisions at work is what I'm trying to say. So it's going to help boost your decision making while you're at work. Studies have also found that meditation can help decrease feelings of anxiety, of depression, and of emotional exhaustion. And there was a study done that highlights, uh, there was an eight-week mindfulness meditation program, and they did it on healthcare professionals. And it showed an increase in mood, in empathy, and in stress levels. Um, So in stress levels were decreased, empathy was increased, and mood was increased. So it relieved stress and increased your mood and empathy. Also resiliency, which is something our guest last week talked about, um, having more coping skills and management skills throughout the day at work. I don't know about you, but there's definitely been fights at work between colleagues that I've seen happen. And I've thought, you know, this is this could be solved if everyone just took a breath and meditated for a little bit because everyone's just so stressed out and has so much on their plate that it's natural sometimes to turn to your coworker and, and blame them. Um, and meditation can help with that. Research has also found a link between meditation and memory. So uh, memory improvement tip is to meditate. It increases your attention span, sharpens your focus, and improves your memory, which obviously is great at work. So those are some of the benefits specifically at work. I also want to mention that meditation is now being used at school, and I've done some work in schools. And I don't, if you're a parent out there listening, you've and you're in the school environment, you probably know that there's been an increase of aggression in schools, which again, we could talk about on another show, um, outbursts by kids, lack of attention, which many studies have shown could be from the increase in technology. So we can debate that at a later time. But one thing that can't be debated is that meditation and schools that have um, done meditation in schools, it has improved the behavior of kids in schools. 
So we are going to have Swami on to talk about simple and easy and real ways you can meditate at work to get all of those benefits yourself. We are so excited to hear about Swami's own journey with meditation and meditation at work. We can't wait to have him on. So we will be right back on Wellseekers. You're listening to Wellseekers, a show where the journey is just as important as the destination. You want to be part of the Seekerhood? It's easy. Email us anytime at hello at wellseekers.com. Hey guys, it's Lucia. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Now, I know we're on a break and we're waiting for our guests to come back on. So in the meantime, make sure you check out wellseekers.com for all the latest and greatest simple and easy tools to help you live life well, to build a stronger mind, a stronger body, a stronger spirit, and a stronger life to help you live happy and well. We've got blogs, we've got videos, and we've got tools. We've also got empowering stories and solutions on all of our podcasts. So if you've missed an episode or you want to check out more, make sure to hang out on the site and become part of our seekerhood at wellseekers.com. Now, without further ado, let's get back to our guest. And we are back on Well Seekers with our guest, one of my good friends who it's been way too long since we've caught up. So we were just saying we need to catch up when we're not on a podcast. Um, or we could tape it and everyone could hear us catch up, Swami. Swami Veridin, he is a meditation guru and just a solid, solid person. Um, hi, Swami. How are you? How are you doing, Lucia? I'm good. I'm good. I actually, honestly, I'm stressed out from a long day at work and I have more to do. So I was just, we were just talking about the benefits of meditation at work. Um, And I know when it comes to simple ways to meditate that you really are the king of that. Um, You make meditation so easy and so digestible and something that we all can do. Um, So I just wanted you to share with all of our Wellseeker listeners your own experience about using meditation at work. And also then we can dive into, you know, some of the, the tools that people can use at work. But what has your experience been with meditation at work? Has it helped you? Uh, well, it's completely helped me because work can be very stressful and uh, people can be very stressful and you can be very stressful towards yourself. Meditation is really not an act of positivity. It's not an act of kindness. It's just an act of not responding or reacting. You know, at work, we get an email or someone says something or we get a phone call and that could completely change our mindset for the whole day. Has that happened to you, Lucia? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Multiple, multiple times. And also, I've worked in really, really negative workplaces. So there's been like constant interactions that were negative and it really messed with my mental health. Absolutely. Right. Well, I think meditation is uh, a great way to calm your mind, calm your brain, and really calm your unconscious and your conscious. Uh, your unconscious really is, and your unconscious both work well together. And then work, both work together. But uh, just very quickly, the unconscious is almost like downloading, you know, songs onto your iTunes, and the conscious plays the songs. What meditation does is it, it erases that downloaded songs you don't like. So, for example, if you're going through, uh, let's just say your boss is annoying you, and you know there's a trigger there that's annoying you, meditation will calm that down and that trigger will no longer affect you in a negative way. You will just sort of breathe through it. 
Really? Okay. So yeah. how is it, can you just share like a, maybe a time at work that, that you've used meditation and how you've used it? Uh, well, I mean, I've used it many times. And a lot of times it's after, I can use it in front of people. I use it like, you know, I go to the bathroom or I'll go to hmm. my car. Or even if I do, I mean, if I do it in front of people, I'll just put on headphones and sort of breathe in and breathe out. You know, if I hear a lot of chatter, if I hear some negative talk, if I hear, if I leave a meeting and a boss or a coworker uh, is not kind, or if it triggers, you know, a lot of it is, Lucia, is, and a lot of it, it's not the other person, it's they bring up situations in our lives that trigger the reactions. For example, if your boss gets angry at you for something, it will trigger past hurt. It might trigger, wait, I might lose my job. It might trigger, wait, if I lose my job, and then you go on to the next thing, how am I going to pay for rent? And then you go on to the next thing. It's a domino effect. What meditation does is just stop the domino effect. Mm, that is so huge. So you don't have thought after thought after thought after thought of negativity. Unfortunately, that's what happens. On the other end, with positivity, and that's why I say I don't speak about positivity, because very, very often positivity does not have a domino effect. Interesting. Why? I, I just don't know. I think we just love being miserable. I mean, we're so used to it. I couldn't agree with you more. I was in a work environment where I felt like people just love the drama. And it's like, why can't we just all be happy? <laughs> right. about that? If you love the drama, then you're not focusing on yourself. Yeah. And, you know, focusing on yourself is tough. You know, meditation also is the truth, right? And like I said, meditation without movement is my meaning. If I meditate, let's say my boss is annoying me, he or she says something, and I meditate, and I and there's a truth that comes to it. It might say, you know what? Don't take it personally. Well, the next movement is not taking it personally. But if you don't take it personally, but if you take it personally, then you got to meditate even more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meditation is the truth, and the truth can be hurtful. It could be brutal but it will better yourself in the long run. So I I think that it's really important to, because a lot of people don't know, and I'm going to, when we come back from talking to you, Swami, I'm going to give people some advice on some apps that they can download. But could you give us two or three simple meditations that we can do while we work? Describe the meditations and actually walk us through them. We'll do them right now on the show together. We can all have, you know, two to three minutes of bliss or however long the meditations last. Well, the first one I would do is just literally close your eyes, relax your shoulders, relax your back. So can we do this with you now? You can if you want. Yeah, lead us. Okay, so. Relax your back. Relax your shoulders. Relax your hands and arms. Relax your feet. Your eyelids are relaxed. Your mouth's relaxed. Your jawline's relaxed, and you're just breathing in, and you're breathing out. You're just observing your breath. That's all you're doing. The breath comes in, and the breath goes out. And you're just observing your breath. And if thoughts come to you, Lucia, they come to you, just go back to your breath. Say, I'm going back to the breath right now. Thoughts come to you, going back to the breath. And you just observe the breath if you breathe in and you breathe out. You're completely relaxed. And as you breathe in, you get deeper and deeper into relaxation, deeper and deeper into calmness. Observing the breath as you breathe in 
And that's a breathe out. Breathing in and breathing out. And as you breathe in, you get deeper and deeper into relaxation and calmness. And remember, thoughts come to you, let them come, let them go. Breathe in the thought, breathe out the thought. And the minute a thought comes to you, say, I'm going back to the breath, and just observe the breath. Observe the relaxation. Observe the calmness. At this time, take a deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Slowly open your eyes. And slowly wiggle your hands. Wiggle your feet. How do you feel? No, um, no joke. Amazing. I was just going to say, I thought of when we started doing this when the first minute was, I almost feel guilty for taking a breath. And that's not okay. We all need to take a breath. And we all deserve to take a breath. And how it's acceptable to go into the break room and spend 10 minutes eating a donut, but it's not acceptable to close your eyes and to connect to your breath sometimes. Does that make sense? Oh, I, I believe me. I mean, listen, if I could meditate and eat a donut at the same time, I probably would, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so either or. And I get it. I'm not, that donut to be very, very stressful. What were you thinking when you were doing this? Did any thoughts come to you about your past or other stuff? It didn't come to me about my past. It just, just the present came to me and sort of that thought about, wow, Lucia, like you will give yourself permission to, you know, spend a little bit of extra time eating too much, but you won't give yourself permission to like take a break yeah. and meditate. And that's, yeah. that's not okay with me. And that's not, you know, the level we, I want to do a show on vibration, so maybe you can come back and talk about it, but it's not the vibration I want to live my life at. Always. What's fascinating, right, you go, when you talked about the eating, and, and that's a big issue as far as uh, women, and mm. especially the women I teach meditation to, but if you meditate more often, or often, those triggers of getting that donut, those triggers of just being hard on yourself, for not getting the donuts. You know, the thing about it is not getting the donut and eating it is really good. It's you eat it and you feel guilty afterwards. Yeah. Or, or you want that donut, but then you feel guilty because you're like, oh, wait, I'm chubby, I'm this, I'm that, I should be a certain way. And there's no certain way you should be. You should just be happy with it yourself. Yeah. The triggers slowly will stop once you meditate. Mm. No, that was really, really powerful, Swami. Will you, I'm just going to toss this out here live on, on the thing. Will you make us a little video of that that we could share with people, just that one? The donut? Eating the donut or the meditation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could do the eating the donut real quick. This is a break room. I'll be back in about 30 seconds. Um, whichever you prefer. I was talking about the meditation, but I'll take the donut video and the meditation and I'll post them both. So, which... Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, I would, if you could make us that, I will, I'll post it on the site for everyone. Um, and also I just going to throw out this invite to you now and to everyone listening. I've been chatting with Swami about collaborating more and maybe coming up with a course for you guys and working with him on that 
people love you. I love you. And I think you have so much to spread with meditation and, and your voice is just really powerful. So look out for, for a course from Swami and Well Seekers around meditation. If you're still into it, Swami, I'm putting you on the spot. Absolutely. Thank you for the, thank you for the compliments. I love compliments. So thank you. <laughs> compliments and donuts. That's the name of a podcast, oh, I think. That's the, way, that's the way it works. You know, step three, I'll say number two, going back to the second way of meditating. You yeah. know, you ask for two ways to meditate. Let me just tell you a second way to meditate. And this is actually not really meditation itself. It's almost like an exercise that can help the mind. Yes. Um, what we're doing is working on the sub- we're working on the subconscious and the unconscious, or the conscious and the and the conscious and the unconscious. How do we work the triggers? Unconscious. Let's clarify what that is. That is what people have told you, what you have told yourself from childhood on. So, and what you have observed. Your parents get divorced. You think you know relationships suck. You see, you're not making money. You get fired. You think I'm not good enough. You know, you get made fun of for your weight or your body image, and you have this negative talk with yourself. And that's what the media has done as, as far as women have. Um, you know what I mean? They've, they've made such a, had such an impact through the media as far as weight size that there are so many women who think the weight they're at, even if it's a healthy weight, is unhealthy and doesn't look good. Mm, totally. So what we're doing right now is we want to, we want to change the triggers. How, does that, how do you do that? One way of doing that is gratitude. As I say, when gratitude begins, gossip ends. Oh, this is so good. This is like a lesson from the universe because someone mentioned gratitude to me this week. So when gratitude begins, gossip ends. And I just want to repeat that again in case people didn't hear Swami, because this is since we're talking about workplace meditation, where gratitude begins, gossip ends. And that is so important in your life, whether you're a stay-at-home parent, mom or dad, or whether you're at a workplace, because gossip is rampant at workplaces. So where gratitude starts, gossip ends. Just hold on to that nugget. And another word for gossip or gratitude is compassion. Mm. And when compassion begins, criticism ends, correct? Mm. Correct. So criticism is really internal gossip. You're really just talking badly by yourself about all the things you have not done well in much. That's all criticism is, mm. right? And compassion is being grateful for yourself and, and the journey you have taken and where you are right now. It's beautiful. So what is the actual, is this like a, a gratitude meditation that you can do? Well, actually, this is what I will have you do. Real quick, I want you to write down five to ten things you are grateful for, if you can. Okay. And I'm going to keep it in the moment, too. The first is my health, because I've struggled with chronic health issues, even, you know, mental yeah. health stuff. So my health. I'm grateful for this conversation and our friendship, because it really has truly saved me in a lot of ways. And and you're just such a powerful person. Um, I'm grateful for the opportunity to communicate with people on wellness and try and help people, you know, connect to themselves and live their best life. I'm grateful for my family, especially my little nephews. Um, and I'm grateful for my ex and all the lessons he taught me. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the meditation. So what I want you to do is I want you to look at your list. Uh-huh. And what we're going to do is I want you to sort of just glance over it for a second right now. And I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to breathe in and breathe out again. Relax your shoulders again, Lucia. 
relax your eyelids and your jawline, your arms and legs. And just observe and think about that list for a second. With your eyes closed, just think about it. Breathing in and breathing out. In and out. And as you breathe in, you get deeper and deeper into relaxation. Deeper and deeper into calmness. Your eyelids are relaxed. Your shoulders, your jawline are relaxed. At this moment, if you have for your hands over your heart. And I want you to think about one thing that you're gratitude with that you're really, really grateful for. And just feel it like you're there. You understand it. You get it. Complete gratitude. Breathing in and breathing out. And slowly open your eyes. Wiggle your hands, wiggle your arms. Wiggle your back. And be grateful for whatever you have written. Swami, these were beautiful. You guys, I, I hope that you will pick one of those and just try it. I'd like to throw the challenge out to try it for a week and to see how you feel and to email us, send us a message, Facebook message us, Instagram us, all at Wellseekers. And also, um, Swami, it just came to me. I would love to do some sort of gratitude challenge with you and some sort of gratitude course with you and um, maybe we can introduce that to people, but you, that was powerful. That was, that was amazing. What do you think about when you put your hands over your uh, heart? You know, you taught me that to put your hands over your heart. Mm -hmm. And every time I do that, I just connect to myself so much more. And here's something that I do now. If I'm in a fight with someone or if I feel ill will towards someone, I always put my hand over my heart. And it helps me calm down and it also helps me offer that person more compassion. Now, yeah. I'm Italian, so I would say like, I don't know, it's 50-50 whether my hand makes it to my heart before, I, oh, <laughs> before I something you. bad happens. But, you know, the 50% of the time where it does make it to my heart, there's always a, a, like more compassion for myself and more compassion for the world and other people. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not really about that. It's never been about the other person. It's about you and and uh, how you react and how you reflect on things in life. Always. But the meditation really does. Is the second thing really is, which is, is it's almost like a movie. And we are so caught up in the domino effect and negativity. It's happened to me. And it, it, it's, it, this is a daily practice I have to go through. It's something I have to work on. And we have to look at that movie and be like, wait, there's so many, and I wouldn't use the word positive. There've been so many, so many events in our lives that have been, that have, have had to happen. It had to happen. It might not have been a positive then, but it's made us, made us grow into who we are. I completely agree, Swami. Swami Veridin, how can people get a hold of you if they want to talk to you besides the fact that we're going to do something together? Urban Turban Meditation is on, in, I'm on Instagram. Urban Turban Meditation, make sure you check it out. Also, 
I'm going to commit to it and just set the intention that Tuami and I are going to do something together to help you guys this year. Um, so look out for that. And the other thing is Swami's going to come back on when we do stuff on food because I got an Instapot for Christmas. And Wami is like an Instapot master. So he's got a cookbook, seven mantras, seven recipes, right, Swams? Yeah, got that. Writing another cookbook now. Are you? Yeah, I'll be off probably next year. Oh my gosh. Well, we need to have you on to do some recipes and stuff because that's my thing too. Obviously, like mind, guts, and, and living and feeding your guts good food is so important to mental health and overall health. Yeah. It's everything, right? There's so many different things. It's everything you can You have to look at a person holistically. I mean, I come from the mental health and because I have a health coach background, nutritional. So I'm like mental nutritional in my expertise, really. But at the end of the day, it's about looking at the whole person. And more importantly, since my base and my rock and my foundation has been storytelling, I think that the most power comes when we share our stories with one another and we just connect with people as human. And that's where compassion, compassion comes from. Absolutely. Connection is compassion. It is. With yourself and with, with yourself and others. Absolutely. And that's what Well Seekers, you literally just nailed what this show is all about, is connecting with yourself and connecting with others so that you can live your best life. Perfect. You just need to come move to the East Coast and we'll do the show together. Swami, we do something called empowering questions on the show. So I ask each guest an empowering question and I answer it myself. So I just drew out of the deck and the deck asked me, how do I show love to myself and to others? Which is very appropriate. Absolutely. Well, I do that by quite honestly um, looking back and writing down things that have worked out. Hmm. Interesting. Because what that does is it's a self-reflection and I become more, I become prouder of myself or I become less harsh with myself. And when you're less harsh with yourself, then you're definitely less harsh with other people. If you're judging yourself and you're insecure and you have triggers, uh, you have those moments of harshness, I can guarantee you you're going to have moments of harshness with other people. And it's, it's, not, it's not the word you use. It's the energy you have. As you know, if you walk into a room and not say one thing to someone and there's an energy to somebody when they're had an argument with a wife, a husband, a female, a male, a co-worker, then when they're sort of just there, just completely present. Totally. Correct? Totally, so totally. So what totally. I do is find to give more love to myself and to love others. I write down a few things. I do this often. Things that have worked out. Like, you know, when I didn't think it would work out, things just that I have that just worked out. They worked out. They're like, oh, wait, this worked out, that worked out. And so these things are working out and they have worked out. And what I'm triggering about right now can also be solved and can work out in my favor. Mm. And that's how I show love. It's not, you know, people talk about empathy. They talk about positivity. They talk about love. And that's great. And I believe in that. But my journey, my intention is, how do you get to that? That's almost like an ending point. Mm. How do you become more empathetic? Empathy is just not like, you just, you, it's not how do you become empathetic? How do you show more love? How do you show more peace? You can't just say to show peace if you don't feel peace for yourself. Absolutely. Swami Verdon, thank you so much for your time, Swami. This has been amazing. Um, and look out for Swami's video. I'm going to get from him to post with this and more from Swami. 
Swam, thanks so much, and we can't wait to have you back. Awesome. Thank you. We'll be right back on Wall Seekers. Look, we're already friends, right? So let's make it official. Just find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at Wellseekers. Thanks for being part of the Seekerhood. We couldn't do this without you. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Well Seekers. Thanks so much to our special guest, Swami Veridin. So much great info. Just a really real and cool guy. Um, Swami's story also so impactful. So thanks to him for sharing a little bit about that as well. Before I let you guys go, I wanted to talk about a few things. First, I know that it's hard to try and change and make a habit, but I can say from my own personal experience that doing this and incorporating meditation definitely has been a game changer in my mind and my actions and in my life. So I hope you'll give it a go. And we really do want to help make it easy here. So there's a few apps that I tested out and tried out for you guys. Um, and I wanted to tell you about, I'm, I'm not going to be one of those people that gives you the negative reviews. So I wanted to tell you about two that I really liked. Now, you probably have heard um, or seen an advertisement, or maybe it's just me because I Google so much stuff on health and wellness, but there's always something on my Facebook that popped up for an app called Calm. And Calm has a really huge variety of meditations to help people relax and be in their life. The meditations are from three minutes to 25 minutes. And I'm going to try and put a link, but the app is called Calm. And I tested it out and I have to say, it was an incredible app. It definitely was something that calmed me down. The meditations were easy. If you have three minutes, awesome. If you have 25 minutes, even better. But it was really an app for all meditation levels and all different types of meditation people. Now, the other app that I tried out that I have a few friends that use this app and I kind of, I was a little bit hesitant about it because they charged for some of the more extensive meditations and I didn't love that. But even if you use this app for free, it was something that you can benefit from. And that app is called Headspace. So you may have heard people talk about that before. It's really, I think, if you're just getting started in a meditation routine, they have a free trial um, with 10 exercises. And I feel like that is the way to go. So if you're just starting out Headspace, the free trial, perfectly fine, perfectly simple, and something that you can actually do. If you want something more advanced, then maybe I would go with Calm and some of their apps that that have more detail to them and more length to them. So just a few apps that I feel like can help you get started. And another thing that could benefit you is if you click on our tools, we have a link to coloring books. Now, coloring helps build mindfulness and is really a great form of meditation if you can't sit there for three minutes with your eyes closed. So if I'm having a day where I can't really meditate, I pull out my coloring books and I do some coloring because it allows me to breathe, it allows me to take a breath, and allows me to remind myself everything's okay, that I'm in the moment, that I'm just coloring. So that is another tip if you're absolutely against sitting still for three minutes or a couple of minutes, just click on our link. You can find some great coloring tools or grab a piece of paper, draw some circles and, and start coloring them in. All great ways to work meditation into your day. We are so happy that you are part of our Seekerhood. And if you haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We also have a vlogcast, even though this is just audio this week. Uh, so make sure you watch our videos. And as we launch into 2019, we have so much exciting stuff coming up. I can't even contain myself. It's going to be so great. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. 
Also subscribe to our email list because we will be talking about those things as well um, and sending out emails about them. So subscribe to the email list and just check out our site, hang out, look at our Facebook page, join us on Instagram. I love talking with you guys and interacting with you guys and hearing what you have to say about wellness. And I genuinely cannot wait to get to know each of you better, all of the listeners. If I could personally connect with every listener, that would be a dream come true. So make sure to find us on Facebook, um, on Instagram and online so that we can help each other live life well in mind and in our guts and our overall life. So make sure to find us online on Facebook, on Instagram, as we are on this journey to seek and find happy and well in our mind, in our guts and in our life. Thanks again to Swami for joining us. And thanks again to all of you for being a part of the Seekerhood. We are so honored to be on this journey with you. And we'll talk to you next time on Well Seekers. How would you like to join the conversation? Email us anytime at hello at wellseekers.com.